Hello, this is Dr. Xin Shirley Wang. I'm a professor in the Department of Symptom Research in Mianzhen Cancer Center. We appreciate this opportunity to present our study titled Patient Reported Symptom Burden and Functioning in Patients with Advanced Gastroesophageal Ejection and Gastric Cancer Undergoing Chemotherapy. Uh, so the first issue is why we conduct this study in this advanced cancer patient cohort. It's well known that patients in the late stage of their disease suffer from a great deal of symptom burden and impact on their daily functioning and quality of life. So such a symptom burden actually could be driven by both disease and the cancer treatment. Although there are lots of clinical trials reported toxicity and so on, there is no really perspective longitudinal study gathering all of the patients' perspective altogether. So this study we designed in the real-world perspective study following the patient for 12 weeks from their starting the time of a new line of the chemotherapy. All of the patients enrolled in Amiensen Cancer Center outpatient, and we measured patient symptom burden by validated tool called Amiensen Symptom Inventory GI module. We have also collected the data clinically and also patient's characteristic. Weekly symptom assessment conducted about 12 weeks from their starting the new line of the therapy. The analysis included the longitudinal analysis, trajectory analysis, and we also reviewed the time to deterioration in functioning status that we defined as if the patient has two points on zero to 10 scale increase from the baseline as their symptom interference increasing. So total, we have this intra analysis with 76 patients and the study is still going on. So we separate patients in several groups. First of all, the treatment naive patient. So that means when patients come to the clinic and they never receive the cancer therapy by the newly diagnosed of disease with very late stage. And uh, another group of the patient received only one line of therapy outside of institution and usually come for further treatment. And another group with more than one line of the therapy. And finally, there are still some of the patients very ill at the time to approach our study. And they only contributed for baseline pre-treatment and there's no enough of information for being included in this longitudinal analysis. So those 11 patients were excluded in this analysis. Total, we have 65 patients from this report. 70% of patients are male, and also uh, we have overwhelming of uh, non-Hispanic white patients, about 86% on the sample. However, in the beginning of the study, majority of them had reasonable good performance status. We found out that over time, symptom burden are really different by the group we were just describing. Before the therapy, there are several symptoms that are most severe, and usually crossing the group, this symptom burden are consistent. That included the pain, fatigue, disturbed sleep, lack of appetite, and the inability to eat. 
So those are the most common symptoms at the beginning. And patients, if they receive the one-line therapy, usually would report worsening symptoms on pain, fatigue, poor appetite, difficulty swallowing, and uh, reduce the general activity, work, and enjoyment of life. So this, over time, increasing symptom burden are significant. For patients uh, received more than one-line therapy compared to those uh, never received therapy, we observe the patient has a significantly increased uh, neuropathy symptom that measured as the uh, item on the numbness and tingling. And this is a chemotherapy-induced toxicity symptom. The medium time we found out to the functioning declaration increased more than two points from the baseline on the general activity is about seven weeks that range from five to nine weeks, especially much faster in the treatment-naive patients. From trajectory analysis, we found out that more than half of the patients consistently reported high symptom burden over time. That means over time, they're in the moderate to severe range and on the zero to time is over four or greater. And that includes the cluster of symptoms of pain, fatigue, disturbed sleep, drowsiness, and moderate to severe symptoms. So group membership was related to the baseline. If uh, high symptom burden initial the time of the therapy, usually patient continues remain in the high symptom burden over time. Conclusion for this observational study from the real world data, we observed that the patient with very advanced stage of upper GI cancer undergoing standard therapy would have more than half of them suffer from the high symptom burden persistently. And uh, those describe the symptom research result is really supportive for a well-targeted cluster of symptoms to be monitored over time during the therapy and to provide patient persist symptom management and also identify the patient in a high-risk development of high symptom burden. And this knowledge we gain from such study may include in the routine patient care in the future. So PRO has been an outcome measure in most of the clinical trials. However, in the real world routine patient care, it has been a challenging to be included on the place. So here we report this study, we hope to boost up for those advanced patients for their active, effective symptom management. Thank you.